All right. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Garage Podcast, the most inclusive and accessible nerd culture audio program on the interwebs. I am your host, David, and join with me, as per usual, is my wonderful and beautiful wife, Lindsay. How are you, Lindsay? Pretty good. Yeah? Pretty good. Yeah. It's I'm excited to be getting back on track. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, so... Thanks for bringing that up. It's been a hot minute since we've had a new episode. I've been trying to re-release older um, but still applicable episodes for this time of year uh, for the interim because, uh, you know, we've been crazy busy uh, just with random stuff. We started homeschooling our kids and that's been an adjustment and um, the Etsy shop that we are running in is only getting busier and busier and we have a convention that we're preparing for in yes. a month so yeah it's been nutso so that is why we have been absent we apologize but we are back um hopefully you know we can get back on track and you know get on a on a weekly basis again so uh yeah so today we uh we are continuing with the um, Marvelous Adventure, where we are rewatching all of the Marvel movies in timeline order, the MCU timeline order. And uh, we have two big ones, very, very big movies today. Um, they are, um, well, they're not both origin stories, but they're both like the first solo outing for each character. I mean, Black Widow was supposed to happen in 2004, but um, I don't know if it was that early. I mean, it was supposed to be like around Iron Man, basically, Um, but that didn't happen. And then, you know, Black Panther, this is his, uh, you know, his or kind of sort of origin story. So and these uh, these were both uh, big movies in the theaters. We'll get into that when we get into their each each respective movies. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Cool. All right, let's uh, let's dive into Black Widow. Um, so this movie did eventually come out in theaters when it was safe to come out of our homes uh, <laughs> during the pandemic, uh, or I guess close to the ass end of the pandemic. Uh, we finally yes. reached a point where. Uh, businesses and theaters and large companies felt safe to open their doors. And I think this movie got pushed back a total of like four or five times. It was pretty ridiculous. Like it was supposed to come out in the fall of like 2020, I think. And then it got pushed two or three more times and ended up coming out last July, I believe, right? So yes, a little like that. over a year ago. It's it was released. But we did finally get it and uh super late is better than never. So that's good. Yeah, I don't I mean the timing of when this come out came out was very inconvenient for many reasons. Like first off of because of where it goes in timeline order, mm-hmm. it really should have came out after Civil War. Right. Like, it would have made everyone so excited about this movie if it would have came out then Mm -hmm. rather than after Infinity War and... Yeah, I really would have... Endgame and... Yeah. Yeah, I really would have liked to see this movie come out post... uh, uh, post Civil War. Like that. Like... It would have reeled things back in quite a bit uh, in terms of like the epic scale of everything, and because that's that's one of the things that Black Widow does so well. Um, I know we're jumping ahead a little bit, but like you know, it, for the sake of you know gushing over this movie a little bit, um, that's one of the things that I really love about it is that it. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it's just so self-contained, and you know. Well, it, it it really defines the problem with civil war, and you know, it makes it easy to see how they could fix their problems. <laughs> what do you mean? 
Um, well, Natasha made up with her kind of original family mm-hmm. um, by going up against a common enemy. Oh, sure. Okay. I so then, you know, you fix the Avengers by finding a common enemy and... Right. Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's definitely true. That's a good, great point. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so uh, I guess backtracking just a tiny bit, what were your general thoughts and feelings um, when we first saw this movie? I know you and I went to go see it together, and we were both pretty high on it coming out. Um, just curious if... You, Anything has uh, changed or things are still pretty much the same? If you've found any issues or problems with it since rewatching it a couple times? Yeah, I, I really liked it. But again, just when it came out, because now when you watch it, it just makes you really sad <laughs> yeah, because that is no more Black Widow. Yeah, that is. So like if it would have came out after Civil War, it would have just like made you like really excited and get Mm -hmm. pumped up for you know future avengers movies and yay black widow you're pretty awesome but now it's just like she's gone and then she's sued so (laughs) disney's not gonna bring her back ever probably (laughs) i don't know you know never say never um offenses have been mended before so you never know um I was uh, I was gonna ask, um, do uh, oh shit! I just I had the thought and then I lost it. Um, oh, it'll it'll come back to me. Um, but yeah, I I can definitely relate to that. It it definitely is a a big sad when this all wraps up because it's like, well, there's no Black Widow. Um, and uh, it, I mean, it was it was. Like I said earlier, it, it was you know better late than never. It was nice to get a solo film for Black Widow. Yeah, uh, and just period. But it, like looking back on it, you really didn't get a lot of her origin story, which is kind of what we were promised. I mean, we we got her growing up in America with her mm-hmm. pseudo Russian family, right? But you didn't get like her red room days. Yeah. Um, like I, I really wanted to know like if Bucky was involved in her training at all, mm. um, if like Hydra was super involved in that or not, because depending on which comic first you read, it you know, yeah, right. it, it's all different. And so I really wanted to know what the MCU's take on that was, and. Well, it's kind of alluded to a little bit, but you don't really get a final answer. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that is a good point. I, I, I too, was hoping for a little bit more like Red Room backstory or like those, like the Jesus years. Like, you know, the the part that is cut out that you don't know what the hell. And then, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, who wrote Lamb? He took the liberty of filling in all the blanks for us. Oh, yeah, Christopher Moore. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I was gonna say maybe uh, the Thunderbolts will fill in some gaps for us because we have two uh, heavy hitters from this film showing up in Thunderbolts, right? Or no, three. I'm sorry. Um, we have Yelena. We have. Um, Red Guardian. Uh, Red Guardian. Um, his Christian name escapes me at the moment. Hopper from Stranger <laughs> Things. And then we have um, Taskmaster. Yeah. Um, I forget her actual character's name, too. Um, but, you know, she's the daughter of... Dracos. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the disgusting <laughs> dude with the, the pheromone blocker. Yeah. What a, what a weirdo. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh I, I'm I'm super excited that the the Thunderbolts is actually going to be a thing. I, I know you and I have discussed it on the podcast recently that like I was bummed that you know uh, someone made the Thunderbolts title card um when a bunch of shows were announced like I don't know, maybe a year 
nine months ago, somewhere like that. And then one of my friends was like, Hey bro, like, I, I think that's a fan made thing. Like that's not actually happening. And I was like, what the fuck? And then it was confirmed at D23, um, a yes. week or so ago. So yes, I'm super stoked that that's, that's happening. So yeah. we'll get more of them. We'll get more Bucky. Um, let's see who else is, uh, part of the team. Oh, um, Echo, right. Uh, yes. Echo, um, semi evil Steve Rogers. Um, <laughs> what's his name? John, Walker? John, John Walker. Yeah. Um, what's his name? American Patriot or something or yeah, something uh, like that. Uh, I, I can't remember, but, uh, so yeah, that's that'll be something to look forward to. Um, but yeah, I think overall, I really enjoy this movie, and I like how, like I said, how self-contained it is, and how it it doesn't need to focus on like outside elements. Like I, I think I I was reading in the trivia that they specifically wrote this movie, wrote the script to not really involve anyone else to just to emphasize how like isolated Natasha wanted to make herself during this time period um, and it wasn't really about the other Avengers or other you know superhero friends that she had or made along the way it was more about her going to reconnect with her former family so yeah uh, that is one thing that I will say that I obviously enjoyed was um, Yelena mm-hmm. uh, she yeah. obviously was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, Yelena's vest for a second. Uh, <laughs> just because uh, I think it, it's it cracks me up every time. Like when, you know, they're driving in the car and she's talking about her vest. Like, and how it was the first thing she bought herself. And it's like this fun combination of like, it's a gift to herself, but also is super practical um, for, you know, everything that she does and she, she even has that line like has so many pockets you can hide so many stuff in there you wouldn't even know <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know it's just adorable the way that um, she talks about her vest and she's also wearing a vest in the the promo that they illustrated for the Thunderbolt so um, and it's possible that it's Natasha's well, the one that she gave Natasha, so she kind of stole her own vest back, possibly. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so there's that. Uh, but yeah, I, I was just curious. Uh, is that a part of the movie that you I find? mean, I found it humorous and, you know, I, I think, you know, it was trying to humanize them a little bit and put a little humor in this movie that... Mm-hmm. Uh, Compared to some of the other movies, this movie had less of. It was a lot of action, action, action. Yeah, this so. yeah, this movie did have quite a bit of action. It, it kind of it, it did a really good job of balancing, um, you know, action scenes and you know downtime, uh, especially when it came to like when they finally rescued. Um, you know, Red Guardian, and they're reconnecting. <laughs> I love the part where they they crash land the helicopter because they run out of fuel, and he's, he's like having this fatherly moment, but it's all like brutal uh, talk. He's like, "You two have, must have so much red in your ledgers. I am so proud of you. <laughs> you have killed so many people." It's, I just found it like really funny um, <laughs> and uh, just some some levity like you said to kind of like all that action and uh, you know killing and, and whatnot so right I yeah. appreciated that um, but yeah uh, w- what did you think of the like the um, I guess twist or whatever when um, uh, Natasha and Yelena, the, uh, the was it her? I, I thought it was her and the mom. They yeah. they switch. So I'm a little. Um, I don't know about the mom character. Like I wonder if they're going to use her anymore, because they've like cleared her name 
pretty well of like all the crimes that she's committed with like all these experiments she did on all the people and Mm -hmm. so I'm wondering if they're going to use her anymore because she seems like a really not good character (laughs) you mean like not well thought out no she mean I mean like like morally yes okay so she seems really evil um, hmm. Because of all the experiments and things she did. And, like, they pretty much just cleared all of her ledger by, you know, blowing up everything. So, like, she's no longer going to be charged with, like, any crimes or anything. Right. And so I just wonder if they're going to use her again anywhere else. Because... Yeah, I don't. maybe she makes an appearance in the Thunderbolts. It could be. I mean, I don't know. I just, um, I just found it very... Um, odd how a Red Guardian he kind of gets a little bit of a um, a revival I guess in that at least he's trying to protect his daughters right? and he's you know um, you know really helping them out and he really doesn't have any real obligation to do so but the mom has a lot of motivation to clear out this whole Mm -hmm. widow program because she had a lot to do with that and could probably be charged with a lot of crimes and I don't know if she's associated with like KGB or Hydra or Mm. what I don't know maybe she'll go on to like kind of quote unquote run the widows like the widow program like maybe revamp it and um, make it for good could or, be. I mean, you know, I don't quote know. Unquote good or better than what they were doing with it. So she just seems to have a real fascination with mind control, <laughs> and those pigs really like freaked me out. Like, oh yeah. Um, you know that's really weird. Like being able to like have someone just kill themselves. That's freaky. And she came up with all that technology. Right. So yeah, I'm wondering if that's just like part of being a uh, experimental scientist um, where you just you you either train yourself or it's part of your makeup part of your your just your DNA to be a more analytical and cold person like someone that doesn't dwell on warm fuzzy feelings I don't know you know I I could just be she's Russian. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. It's no, uh, no offense to any Russians out there. For sure, yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, uh, yeah. You, you never know, but it would be cool to see Rachel Weiss show up again as um, as the the mom character once again, doing a terrible job of writing down all the characters' names. Um, I should know the character's name. Even off the top of my head, but I don't because yeah. I'm the worst. So the other thing that this movie really did um, was make everyone excited for Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that, that, uh, good job bringing bringing up the uh, the post credit scene. Was I not supposed to? No, I, I. That's why I said good job. I, I wasn't being facetious. I, I was just. Um, because I, I was about to move on without <laughs> mentioning it. But yeah, it, it was a great lead up to Hawkeye because Hawkeye came out pretty soon after. Uh, right. Because th- this came out in the summer and then Hawkeye came out. In the fall. Yeah, like Christmas time. So, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, and that made me happy because, you know, Hawkeye and Black Widow are my favorites. Yeah. So... <laughs> That made me excited. Um, uh, and the fact that they are sending Yelena after Clint mm-hmm. um, kind of tied in the Hawkeye series, right. which I really liked. Yeah, I'm I'm really curious to to see. Uh, I you know not to drone on too much about the the Thunderbolt series uh, like I said I'm excited for it but I'm interested to see what they do with Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character um, 
because she she has some interesting and I guess downright suspect motives, you know, because I mean, while she was not technically incorrect about uh, who was responsible for Natasha's death, um, it's, uh, you know, it, it's a gray area. And so she obviously is not shy about manipulating people that she's business partners with to, right. to get them to to do her bidding. Or maybe she had a grand plan of like, yeah, I know she's not going to be able to kill him. And I don't know. So I'm, I'm interested to see exactly how, uh, you know, she's she's obviously... Uh, not as of right now, not the, the, the muscle, you know, she's, she's like the mind and the checkbook basically. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to, to see how all that plays out with her character. So, um, but yeah, um, do, do we have any more about, uh, about this movie? Um, no, not, not really. No, I'm uh-huh. good with that. Yeah. Um, I uh, I give this movie four out of five stars. I'd say. What what, what do you give Black Widow? Um, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, about maybe four, maybe three and a half. Really, it would have been a great movie if it would have been released when it was supposed to have been released. Yeah. Um, it's it the timeline and when it came out really put a damper on it. I think. Yeah. Uh, the only saving grace was that cut scene at the end, mm-hmm. you know, making, you know, connecting it back to the Hawkeye series coming out. Right. Do so. you think that they ended up going forward with a Black Widow movie because they ended up killing off um, Natasha? I don't know. Uh, I, I was, I mean, I know you watch a lot of like, YouTube videos like Screen Rant and uh, the what's the other Screen Junkies or whatever and New Rock Stars New Rock Stars yeah and they they are heavy heavily involved in the uh, the the lore of both the movies and the comic books and so I, I wasn't sure if you came across some I'm sure there are theories out there but I really just think it was a She's the only uh, female <laughs> character of the original Avengers, mm-hmm. um, and they wanted to give her a solo movie. Right. I, um, I think that was their motivation. I think it had been in the works for a long time, and delays yeah. happened, and so the release was just not right. ideal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, well, Black Panther. Uh, so, like I said, this one was also a big release. Uh, pretty much the the very first, aside from Blade. Well, we'll say, like, the, the MCU. Um, it was the first black-led uh, uh, cast of a Marvel movie in, in the MCU. And it was a huge deal. And next to Infinity War, Endgame, and Spider-Man No Way Home, this is probably one of my favorite and most fun theater experiences for all the Marvel movies. Uh, just because I got... Uh, I'm pretty sure we went on opening weekend, or at least we close to We usually try it. to, yeah. Yeah. And so the theater was packed, and... I was just excited because like at the at that time I was still trying to wrap my head around like this this upcoming expression of like representation matters and as a white dude <laughs> it doesn't really click for me um and I'm also an idiot so like just experiencing the whole thing I was like oh this is what it means and I just thought it was it was super cool and a lot of fun to to kind of experience it that way for, you know, all these little kids, people of color enjoying this, you know, this black led cast. Um, it was. Yeah, well, um, a lot of people were talking about how excited they were um, to see 
black people played as something other than like drug dealers mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like gang members and stuff. And not only that, but in this movie, they were the heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the smartest in the room. They had the yep. best technology. Yep. Um, so it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I was very excited. I think having a diversified cast um, in anything, I think, is cool. And I think it's important. For and, sure. you know, I'm all for, like, hey, you want to turn Thor into a female character? I'm good with it. You want to, you know, make a character who was formerly white into a black character? Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it because um, I think everybody should be able to see themselves in like these characters and yeah. these heroes and I think that's the fun of it. So yeah, for sure. Did you yeah. uh, did you see that video compilation of all the the little black kids and brown kids reacting to the the t- first teaser trailer for the Little Mermaid? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, it's it's pretty adorable. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not super excited about it, uh, but it's not for any terrible, um, you know, QAnon (laughs) white dude, you know, thrusting his fist in the air angrily kind of reason. It is uh, that Disney has a terrible track record so far with live action uh, reimaginings of classic animated films. Yeah, a lot of them have not... Um, been great. Yeah, done that well. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited though. I mean, I'm, you know, I don't care if the Little Mermaid is a little black girl. Right. I, <laughs> I mean, mean, she's yeah. a fucking mermaid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she so, can be purple for all I care. <laughs> right. But like, you know, like I like I said, yeah. My my issue is that they're they're just trying to remake. Um, Disney movies uh, that that were formerly animated um, and it's just uh, I don't know but we'll see the movie hasn't even come out yet but that's not what we're here to talk about no. um, so so what uh, what are your thoughts on Black Panther uh, overall I thought it was really fun mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome um, I loved Shuri <laughs> Like, I think she's an awesome Disney princess, and I think (laughs) that she should be a Disney princess. (laughs) She she pretty much is. Yeah. Um, You know, I I probably wouldn't send my daughter out trick-or-treating in a Shuri costume, but if my daughter wanted to dress up as Shuri because she's so awesome, I would definitely let her. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, you You know, they brought a lot of really great characters. Um, into the front. Yeah, in this movie. Yeah, uh, I one of the things that I love about this uh, this movie is the the villain, or uh, I guess really antagonist is is the best best way to put it. Uh, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. Um, you know his his story is just so tragic that like. You know, it's it's what saves it from being just this this dick from you know trying to come in and usurp the role of Black Panther. Um, you know, it's it's not as you know clear cut black and white as that. You know, he, he feels that the title was um, unjustly stolen from him and that he deserved his you know uh, his opportunity to fight the king for. Um, for the the title as king, so um, yeah. Uh, and you did did you say you went back and watched the rest of the what if uh, episodes or or no? Okay, because yeah, you get a little bit more of Killmonger's backstory and and just his character in general as uh, that that what if um, you know where he quote-unquote helps tony and then ends up fucking him over right so i was hoping and hoping that that wouldn't happen 
Like, I'd love to see, like, Killmonger, like, as a good guy, but, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. But, yeah, um, you know, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. He fucking killed it as this character. Like, he is such a good Black Panther and King of Wakanda. Like, he has the perfect manner and mannerisms and disposition of a king. Like, Like, the guy that might not necessarily strive to be the king or want to be the king but he's the one that the he's like the people's king you know yeah well say what you want about marvel um and or disney um but you can't say that they've done a bad job casting Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah they've done they've done a great job uh thus far for the most part um yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I loved him in this, and you know it's it's so sad that we lost him, and it, it always breaks my heart when, you know, actors and personalities and um, really anyone, uh, you know, comedians, etc. They they have cancer or you know some sort of terminal illness, and they hide it from, you know, everyone, maybe except family, uh, and. You know, they, they could have said something, you know, made it public, but they chose to sit on it. And I don't know. I, I think there's something to be said about that. Uh, he, he just seemed like a real stand up guy. And uh, I'm sure that whatever they do for Black Panther 2, um, uh, what, what, what's the official title? Do you remember? Wakanda it's, Forever? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm sure whatever they end up doing with that is, is going to be amazing. So. Yeah, I've heard some rumors about what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, one, that they might try to bring M'Baku back from yeah, the dead. M'Baku, or, uh, M'Baku, did, did he die? I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the one with the gorilla mask? Mm-hmm. Well, when did he die? I don't know, David. Uh, well, I mean, he was... I'm pretty sure he got dusted and like uh, he came back in Endgame. Okay. Are, are you th- maybe thinking of someone else? Maybe. Uh, no. Um, and then the other replacement for the Black Panther would be possibly Shuri, which I'm kind of hoping for just because, you know, girl power and all of that. And plus she's very smart and mm-hmm. athletic and awesome. But I, also, I also think she would be in a badass iron heart. Yeah, but don't they already have somebody else lined up to be Ironheart? Probably, probably. Um, I've heard Ironheart is going to make an appearance in this movie. Oh, yeah? Well, gone to forever. Okay. So. Well, that would be cool and exciting. I um, I need to get back to comic book reading. I just, I got so distracted and, you know, just life has been kicking our ass. So, yeah, there's little to no time in the day. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, so I found some interesting trivia. I actually, I looked at the trivia for both movies and the trivia for Black Widow was a little underwhelming. Um, I couldn't really find anything that stood out. Uh, one, one thing that was kind of cool, um, they designed a tattoo for, uh, the Red Guardian with two roses and, uh, two Russian names underneath that were supposed to be. Um, Yelena and and Natasha. I thought that oh. was kind of a cool detail. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so trivia for Black Panther. Um, just a couple things. Uh, the first issue of Black Panther actually preceded the real life Black Panther movement in the '60s by like several months. I want to, <laughs> or uh, it might have been like a year or two even. Um, but it definitely preceded that movement, so it was pure coincidence with the the naming. So when the that the Black Panther movement became like an official movement, um, and they gave themselves a title, the Marvel uh, the writers at Marvel temporarily switched it to uh, the what is it the the Black Black Leopard? Yeah, the Black <laughs> Leopard. But both them and the readers fucking hated it. Like, <laughs> like they, they were like, this is stupid. Um, and so they just changed it back. And they're like, 
you know, whatever confusion or repercussions that we got to deal with, we'll, we'll just deal with it. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I thought that was, that was kind of interesting. Um, uh, the, of course the, the Tolkien white guys, that was kind of a, a meme for a little bit after this movie came out, you know, they, they'd talk about, uh, or they'd interview Andy Serkis and Martin Freeman, um, asking them like, Hey, what was it like being basically the only two white guys on an all black movie? <laughs> and they were like, it was, it was fun. It, it was, they're like, we imagine it was kind of like what most movies are like for black people where they are like the only black person in an all white cast. And they're like, yeah, hey, you just get used to it. And, uh, we just called ourselves the Tolkien white guys because we were in, you know, <laughs> uh, Tolkien movies or in Lord of the Rings. And, um, well, Martin Freeman, he wasn't, he was in the Hobbit, but you know, Andy Serkis came back to play Gollum. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. The remote pilot system for their jets was voiced by Trevor Noah. Oh, <laughs> that's I, awesome. Yeah, I thought you'd appreciate that yeah, being I, a I, Daily I, Show fan. Yeah, I, I'm not a Daily Show fan. I'm just like Trevor. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah, I just th- I think he's a a pretty intelligent guy. I think he does a pretty good job of looking at things from all sides. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, and then the the last one that I have, um, Black Panther was the first MCU film to recoup its production costs uh, by opening domestic weekend alone. Wow. So just U.S., the opening weekends, they made all their money back from production. I thought that was pretty fucking impressive. Uh, I'm sure that uh, Infinity War and Endgame went on to do the same or, you know. I don't know because I would think that their cost would be Yeah, that's that's substantially higher because of just the casting alone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just the casting alone. It's fucking nuts. Um, But yeah, I I thought that was a, a really cool tidbit that they they made their money back so quickly and you know it's at the same time it's not really a shocker because like i said the the theaters were packed and yeah and it was it was really good like um yeah i i liked i liked the the uh, the the thread with umbaku uh, how you know he was the only one to challenge him you know when when they were going they they stripped away his black panther powers and you know waited for challengers and then you know they have to later on in the movie when he gets defeated uh by killmonger and he's presumed dead they they go to him hat in hands like please help us we have a not so great dude <laughs> in the king's chair um and this could very well affect your lives and while they could have just said fuck off um they you know they were they were the bigger men and decided to to help out so yes i thought that was a really cool really cool moment and then they come to their aid in the big fight at the very end so yes that's where we get to see all the all the ladies kicking ass you know shuri with her like flying discs and the uh the dora milaje um kicking ass with their fucking spears god damn they're so (laughs) they're so fun to watch um i was super stoked when they showed up in the uh captain and uh yeah uh falcon and winter soldier Mm um uh that moment where uh where Bucky's like, you're doing great, John. <laughs> <laughs> I forget exactly what he says. Like, uh, but yeah, that that moment, they're just like handing his ass to him. They're like, you you don't want to involve yourself. And Bucky knew more <laughs> than most. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, this this entire cast and every element of of this movie is amazing. Uh, especially the the one take scene in the casino, you know, when they yeah. when they go to attempt to apprehend um, uh, Ulysses Claw, uh, and then uh, Okoye complaining about her fucking wig. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was also great. She just ends up like throwing it in some dude's face. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was great. And then the the preceding car chase that was that was really cool. Um, but yeah, this this movie is is so good, and I'm very excited for for Wakanda Forever. And yeah, they have they big shoes to fill. So mm-hmm. yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure whatever they end up doing will be will be great and uh you know pay um appropriate homage to you know chadwick yeah to to the king yeah so um all right uh do do we have any final thoughts on this movie or um or black black widow um no not really except i would probably give this one the full five stars you think so yeah, I I yeah, I'd probably with my ranking system, a movie has to be fucking perfect to get 5 stars. Um I'd probably give this like four and a half stars. So, what are what are the slights? Um on probably the CG. Uh mm-hmm. I understand that it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, it, it, yeah, it doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother a lot of people, um, most moviegoers, but me being a, a little bit of a cinephile and a snob for green and blue screen work, um, I understand that it's, you know, it's difficult and very, very expensive to, um, the, the scene in particular that comes to mind is the, uh, the, the, the scene in the beginning or, or you know, uh, when, uh, the, with the big rock formation and, mm-hmm. you know, they ask if anyone will challenge, um, the King, uh-huh. um, you know, all of those people on the upper levels of that rock formation, you know, that was all CG, even the rock formation, I'm, I'm sure was computer generated. Um, and it, uh, when a lot of that is used, it takes me out of the movie just a little bit. Um, I'm still able to enjoy it plenty, but it, it takes me out just a little bit. And so I, but I tend to be, I, I try and be understanding because, you know, if they wanted to have all of that real, they would have to scout locations. They would have to hire all those extras and background actors. They would uh, like, uh, just the um, the craft services alone, <laughs> having to feed all those background actors and and all that. I'm sure that's like a drop in the bucket for like Marvel, sure. like feeding people. Sure, is not like their biggest worry. But like you said, building that and scouting a location to have yeah. it that would not only uh, as an expense, but time. Mm-hmm. So right, and yeah. that's that's kind of the way um, the the first uh, first outings go for characters is that the the budget is set relatively lower compared to let's say like Avengers, but you know if that uh, that first movie does really well, then the sequel will get quickly greenlit and the budget will be exponentially higher. Um, and they'll be able to do more fancy stuff. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, it, you know, it. That's that's probably one little tiny thing where I'm just like, eh, like it. It's and it's not even like bad CG. It's just, you know, I notice it, and with our fancy ass TV, like it points out all the flaws. Uh, or like if we go and see it in the theaters, like it's you know it's a projection screen, so I think the definition isn't as as crisp so i tend to not notice it as much but anyways um you want to do our shit that doesn't suck segments shit that doesn't suck So, uh, I have, uh, I think I might have said this on our previous episode, um, whenever that was, but I've been, um, 
starting my horror movie watching early this season. Yes. <laughs> it's it's like every night I've kind of been I, I dove back into American Horror Story. Uh, I watched I I just skipped over Roanoke because too many people were telling me to skip it. So I was like, eh, fucking I'll skip it. And then I watched season seven, which was uh, Cult. And that was just scary because it was kind of like real life shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like talking about the crazy ass 2016 election and how divided that made everyone. So yeah, it was was a little scary. Um, Last night, I introduced our son to horror movies via... Uh, the Curse of La La La, La, y- La Yorna, La, La Lorna. I, I I can't do the the correct, um, Hispanic Hispanic, um, Spanish Hispanic uh, pronunciation. So forgive me, but yeah, it's it's the movie, one of the more recent ones from the Conjuring universe. It was actually pretty scary. Um, you know, and our son held up pretty good. I was actually trying to get him to go to bed. <laughs> like I put it on trying to get him to be like, oh, this is a scary movie. I'm going to go hide. But he ended up sticking around and he was like, yeah, the biggest shitting grin, like during like the, the quiet parts where, you know, like there's a jump scare coming. And so he like, he quickly adjusted to like the whole jump scare tactic and <laughs> he was just like waiting for it. And <laughs> whenever she'd like jump out, he'd be like, ah, she got me. <laughs> It was so funny. Um, so yeah. if you give him nightmares, you're getting up with him. I'm All just right. saying. Yeah, yeah. I figured that would be the case. Um, but anyways, what what have you been into? I know you've been watching YouTube and you know listening to audiobooks and other podcasts and stuff, right? A little bit. I really I haven't had time. I've been doing so much homeschooling stuff for the kids, and that's been like my main focus. Is mm-hmm. like trying to keep up with all their stuff plus my own classes started back right so i've been having to do i've been doing audiobooks but it's all for like school so Mm -hmm. not not super fun stuff per se well i guess your shit that doesn't suck is that you will soon be done with your master's program yes come december i will be done that's i mean i hope we'll 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 applause uh longer and louder when uh when it's actually done yeah because right now i feel like i'm drowning because like we have like five assignments due this week and it's a lot of assignments yeah and like this class is just not laid out very well we've had like one assignment one assignment one assignment now it's like five assignments (laughs) so (laughs) you know when you yeah when you get used to like just sitting down and knocking out one assignment in a night or whatever Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, no big deal. But like I'm right. gearing myself up to sit down and do quite a few tomorrow. So Yeah. That's uh that is true. Well, you're almost done, so Yeah, this is uh the second to last class. Yeah. So. Um also guess what folks? We have our uh D and D stuff coming up soon. Um it was supposed <laughs> to be it was supposed to be this week. And uh, Winter, our DM, he, uh, I don't know if he was feeling under the weather or just lost his voice or what, but he recorded a, like a 12 second clip of himself talking and yeah, we were like, we don't, I mean, this would be our first recording and if we miss the first recording, there's uh, no point. Yeah. There's no point in recording the rest of it. Uh, So yeah what our uh we're gonna start uh i think in a week or so we're going we're going to record each session they're going to run you know lo- uh, a little bit longer um you know typical D session so like two three maybe even four hours sometimes um so our plan is to like if they do end up running that long we will break them up into multiple episodes and split them out uh, so that will keep us flush in content for a little while. And uh, it's it'll be something great for our listeners, I think, because we uh, a lot yeah. of our listeners are huge D&D fans. We're excited to, like, get into the story. And yeah. David and I really have very little knowledge of how D&D yeah. works. So <laughs> I'm excited um, about figuring all of this out. And, yeah, like, same. 
I'm like super into it and I've built my character and yeah, <laughs> yeah it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we built our characters, uh, I think a, a couple weeks ago. Um, and so when we record for the first time, we will, we're going to do a quick recap of the characters that we've built and the names we've given them and, uh, you know, their their points and whatever. I, yes. I, I forget exactly what all we've mapped out, but um, yeah, I, uh, so yeah, that's, that's exciting. Um, and I think that's going to do it for this episode. Um, like I said, I'm glad that we are, we're back and hopefully we'll be able to start pumping out episodes regularly again. So no promises. <laughs> yeah, no promises. Um, but yeah, if, uh, if you've tuned in this long, thank you for joining us. Uh, don't forget you uh, to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast streaming application. Leave us a rating and review. Um, you can do that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, YouTube even, I think. Or just leave us a comment. Um, and uh, subscribe to our Patreon if you are interested in throwing us some of your hard-earned money. So we can uh, uh, do this uh do this podcasting thing without dipping into our own pockets um and you get some cool extra content and get to be a part of our private chats and figure out some upcoming episodes so uh yeah that'll do it as always be kind stay geeky and eat lots of cheesecake bye bye